What is up, my dudes? Welcome back to another episode of Olympia Oddities. I'm Trista, and I'm coming to you live from my Kia Soul tonight. Um, I had to re-record this episode just because I wasn't happy with how it originally came out, so I'm re-recording it in my car tonight because I just got a puppy, and my house is totally chaotic and totally hectic, so hopefully this will work out. Um, I hope everyone had a really good Thanksgiving, whether you were spending it with, like, your family or having a Friendsgiving or you were just, like, alone. I hope that you ate some delicious food and made some good memories. So I've got two cryptids to tell you about today. The first one is from Idaho, and then the second is um, from Inuit mythology, and it's honestly, like, pretty terrifying. Uh, Neither one of them really had a ton of information out there on them, so I was like, I'll just take these two stories, combine them together, we'll do a two-for-one cryptid deal, and yeah, so let's just, without further ado, let's get for, like right into the first cryptid. Alright, so there might be living dinosaurs in Idaho. In September of 2015, Rumble Viral's YouTube account uploaded a video that shows what is allegedly a pterosaur flying over Boise, Idaho. A pterosaur is a flying reptile that was alive from the late Triassic period to the end of the Cretaceous period, so about 228 to 66 million years ago. It might sound super unlikely that one would be flying over current-day Idaho, but surprisingly enough, this wasn't the first time a dino or dino-like creature has been spotted roaming around. On December 7, 1909, two men reportedly saw a dinosaur crushing trees as it walked. The Carbon County News reported the incident and said that Joseph Cliff and Walt Glifford were out in the hills hunting when all of a sudden they heard an unusual sound. A few moments later, a giant lizard came crashing through the trees. It had a crest behind its head and horns on its face, so to me it sounds like a triceratops or something out of like the uh, ceratopsian family. The two men sprinted up a hill, eventually stopping to look down at the creature. One second, my phone just turned off, so I lost my spot. Sorry. Um, they described it as having scales and a row of bony spikes down its back. They estimated it to be more than 80 feet long. Joseph Cliff used his hunting rifle to shoot it, but only succeeded in making it angry. Leave it alone. If I ever see a dinosaur, the last thing I'm going to do is shoot it. Like, I don't understand that. Or Bigfoot. I don't understand people whose like, goal is like, yeah, if I ever see Bigfoot, I'm going to shoot him. So leave him alone. I don't understand it. So together they ran back into town and told their story. A group of armed men went out in search of the monster, and some said that they caught a fleeting glimpse of it, but they weren't able to get close enough again to uh, shoot it, which is probably good because the first time that they shot it, they just made it mad. As for the pterosaur video, it's probably just CGI. The camera is shaky, and no one says anything like, holy shit, that's a dinosaur, and it's a super short clip. It is still kind of fun, though, and I felt like it was worth a mention and a watch, so definitely, like, if you go on YouTube and just, like, look up pterosaur flying over Idaho or pterodactyl flying over Idaho, I'm sure that you'll find it. It's clearly fake, but I love dinosaurs so much, so I felt like I just had to include it, and I had no idea that Idaho had such a reputation of being Jurassic State. Alright, so now for the main attraction, the Kualu Piluk. So right off the bat, I'm probably not saying that right, but I'm giving it my best shot. So Kualupalut or Kualupaluk are a marine cryptid from Inuit mythology. 
They're described as having scaly or bumpy skin, and sometimes described as light blue or green colored. They have long dark hair tangled with seaweed, webbing between their fingers, and razor-sharp teeth. They're pretty ugly creatures, and allegedly they reek like sulfur. Qualupaluk wear clothes made from duck or loon feathers, and they carry a large pouch on their back. So what do they do with this pouch? Well, they snatch up your kids. They hide in the ocean and wait for a kid to play alone on the beach or near breaking ice. Then they leap up out of the water, grab the kid, put them in their pouch, and return to the sea. They're especially active during the spring when the ice melts more. No one knows for sure what they do with the kids, but it's thought that either they get lonely and cannot have kids of their own, so they steal them for the company, or to turn them into another Kualupaluk, or they might just be eating them. The attacks usually come without a single warning, but sometimes a faint humming sound or knocking under the ice can be heard when they are near. Other sources say that the waters become harsh or dangerous when they're near. The most likely explanation for the story of the Kualupaluk is that people wanted their kids to stay away from the breaking ice so that they didn't fall off into the ocean with it, and also so that they would stay away from the beach unsupervised so they wouldn't be drug out to sea or accidentally drown. I did read an interesting comment on CryptidWiki that suggested that these stories might be describing leopard seals, which I could kind of see. I don't know how aggressive they are. They are a little bit scary, though. There's several different stories about the Kualupaluk, but I took this common one from InuitMyths.com. So, there was an old woman who lived with her grandson in a small hut. As they had no kinsmen, they were very poor. A few Inuit only took pity on them and brought them seals meat and blubber for their lamp. Uh, once upon a time, they were very hungry and the boy cried. The grandmother told him to be quiet, but he did not obey. She became angry and called Kualupaluk to come and take him away. He entered at once, and the woman put the boy into the large hood, in which he disappeared almost immediately. Later on, the Inuit were more successful in sealing, and they had an abundance of meat. Then the grandmother was so sorry that she had rashly given the boy to the Kualupaluk and wished to see him back again. She lamented about it to the Inuit, and at length a man and his wife promised to help her. When the ice had consolidated and deep cracks were formed near the shore by the rise and fall of the tide, the boy used to rise and sit along the cracks, playing with a whip of seaweed. Kualupaluk, however, was afraid that somebody might carry the boy away and had fastened him with a string of seaweed, which he held in his hands. The Inuit who had seen the boy went towards him, but as soon as he saw them coming, he sang, Two men are coming, one with a double jacket, the other with a foxskin jacket. Then Kualupaluk pulled on the rope and the boy disappeared. He did not want to return to his grandmother, who had abused him. I cannot blame him. Honestly, if my grandma was stuck me in a weird thing's pouch and was like, uh, quit your crying, go live with this scary thing. And then the scary thing was like, hey, I'll hang out with you. I'll tie you up with seaweed and we can be friends. I'd be like, I'm staying here. This is way better. Anyways, back to the story. Um, the man and his wife, however, did not give up trying. They resolved to wait near the crack. And on one occasion, when the boy had just come out of the water, they had jumped forward from a piece of ice behind which they had been hidden and before he could give, an, give the alarm, they had cut the rope, and away they went with him to their huts. The boy lived with him and became a great hunter. So that's really all for this week, just those two little stories. But thank you again for listening to another episode of Olympia Oddities. If you want to support the podcast, feel free to leave me a positive review or tell a friend or follow the social media for the pod at Olympia Oddities Podcast. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
<clears throat> all that good stuff. Um, have a wonderful and safe holiday season, and don't give your kids away to weird sea creatures. <laughs>